Hello and welcome to the Wizards of Dribble podcast. I hope you all had a spooky Halloween. It's episode number 213. And did you like that one? Yeah. You like that good. one? No, that was good. Do you want, do you want to hear the outtakes <laughs> that, I, that I've written down? Yeah, because when you sent the, when you sent the, the program notes, it was just yeah, yeah, yeah. think of a rhyme. So I yes. couldn't think of one. So we also had 1977 was the last use of the guillotine. Factually was it? correct. Yes. Wow. <laughs> in France. The last but yeah, I know. That's very I think that that's keeping in thing with the spookiness. For now. 1977. For now. For now. <laughs> uh and then and <laughs> the other alternative was this podcast is dedicated to the brave fighters of the Mujahideen. <laughs> Making a scene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which was a reference to which Rambo film is it? I can't remember which Rambo film that's dedicated to the brave fighters of the Mujahideen. And it's Paul, that's poorly aged, isn't it? Mm. Um, welcome to the Stoke City Football Podcast, eh? Not the Rambo podcast, you silly fools. Um, <coughs> it is me, Chris Brammer. It is you, Tom Thrower. Just the two of us again. Um, and we're here, Tom. We're here to talk about mainly Stoke City 1, Rotherham United nil. Although I would say I do not have much to talk about with this game because it was... uh, Do you know what? I think what will sum it up best is, and I wish I'd prepared this because I've not... I need to... I should be in the Wizards of the Dribble podcast uh, a thing. I'm not. Oh, here we go. Let me read you some uh, three-word reviews and this will sum up the game, I think. We've got three more points. Got it done. That will do. It will do. A win's a win. Three points again. Work, uh, workman-like. Points mean prizes. <laughs> One for you here, Tom. Jones would have lost. Um, we've got another clean sheet. Solid three points. You're getting the picture. The general feeling seems to be one of... Yeah, functional. And a game that we will not remember come the end of the season. Um, would you say that is accurate? I challenge anyone to recall anything other than the James McLean goal. Look, genuinely, good luck. I've, I was, I've been sat watching this afternoon's Premier League football going, yeah, McLean scored. Oh, no, nothing else. Literally nothing else. It was, um, yeah, I mean, uh, Jones would have lost comments probably spot on. Gary Rowett would have lost as well. Let's not all get... Uh, forget to that uh, to all draw against Rotherham where oh, Bojan scored that lovely header that was nice and um, but yeah is this this is the new Stoke isn't it we're Functional. competent yeah, yeah it's it, I, yeah I mean you'll get this you'll get this in the in a season where you play so many teams you will get results that are simply what you need but nothing smart about it a smart goal from James McLean um, an assist for Angus Gunn of they, all they've, people they've stolen it from him Quest yeah I think it's Quest's fault I blame Colin, Colin Murray because uh, they, they they zoomed in they had the reverse angle of Stephen Fletcher's header and zoomed in and it just clips oh because it really doesn't hairdo. look like it does <laughs> it looks like it completely misses him and it's carried by the wind yeah. the BBC um, match report has not got that far then uh, they're still claiming Angus Gunn has a an assist for that which is 
Not not true. Um, <coughs> there's some stats for you, Tom. We had 45% possession, eight shots to their seven. However, three of ours were on target. None of theirs were. We had seven corners to their two. And apparently, 16 fouls to their 14. No yellow cards in this game. It really was uneventful. The best thing, I suppose, about it is we are in eighth in eighth place on the same number of points as Millwall and Watford above us uh, and then just outside of that Middlesbrough, Norwich and Bournemouth all on 16 and 17 respectively although there were a few below us who were pushing us as well um yeah I don't really know what to say like sorry sorry people listening to this podcast <laughs> but not a lot really happened in this game we uh we, we changed formation we did. What did you think of that? I think it proves my point that um, obsessing on formation is a little redundant um, because in the first half we were we probably looked a bit more attacking at it, but but equally we then had that you know the the whatever you call it cost it's some it is a term that economists use for things about <laughs> like you get the good you get the bad that's something yeah we were we were we were more um a bit more creative in the first half but a lot more open in defense um mm. i thought everyone was a bit uh which i guess i guess is fine isn't it really when you win you're not that bothered but yeah one of the worst games i've seen campbell have but not in a i'm really angry just in a nothing he tried came off it all went wrong bless him um yeah yeah like uh, we've got down on the show format to pick anyone who you think particularly stood out and it's kind of difficult to think anyone had a particularly good game bar uh james mclean i see that danny bart is in the apparently in the team of the week um I don't know why. Um, it's it's a weird game. It was a weird game because I remember while watching it, feeling that it was almost it was chaotic, but not chaotic in the fact that it's like end to end and oh, every like s- s- crazy crazy football. Just more that no one seemed to be competent much at, at, at much. Neither us nor Rotherham, um, and I probably f- I think the right team won, but I would say that I guess. Um, it's I don't know. Uh, it's, was there anyone who was decent? I think we probably need to mention that the defence continues to be good. I think we've had four clean sheets in nine games. That that sounds right. I think that's right. Um, and I, I I can't remember us playing the same defence as we played the match before. We've had like so many injuries, so much chopping and changing because of cup matches and midweek mm. matches and everything and they they seem to I mean if we if we go back to even under O'Neill um, we go back to like what would happen if we changed a defender like the world would end in the defence and they'd all be yeah. crying after the match <laughs> and lost but now there seems to be that even even like we changed formation that we didn't need to have three um, sitting defenders sort of looking after everything it's nice to see Bart come in and be competent. I think he probably is in the um, in the teams of the weeks for a bit of stat padding, bit of, bit of heading mm. everything, bit of clearing everything, um, and not conceding. Angus Gunn didn't have anything to do on his debut, 
which was probably nice considering Swansea. No, he he, smoth, he smothered a few a few balls. I guess that's what he he did that a few times. A few times, there, honestly, there was a few times where I'm like, oh, God, God bless him, Jack Butland. If he'd have been there, I think he would have spilt that, and it would have been a Rotherham tapping. <laughs> um, <laughs> thankfully, not the not the case for for Angus Gunn. It's it's interesting because um listening to the not the top 20 podcast the other day well this was after we'd beaten Brentford and they had the, the audacity to say what are Stoke are they a good team and they can't work it out and do you know what I can't work it out either I don't know what we are um because the result against Swansea in the midweek was it that was a poor poor game and I don't really want to talk about it but like we won then the game against Rotherham, and what are we? Are we, are we just functional at best? Is that what we are? And I'm okay with that because that's an improvement on disaster artists. <laughs> I think um, uh, experimental three six one on uh, Twitter who does like good, um, better better slides and and viz, data viz present presenting than the bloody government um he like does these scatter plots and i'm sure you've seen them if you follow me i definitely retweet them mm. most of the time um and they sort of will like split the league into four different quadrants on uh, the graph for the various different things he's measuring and we were just not in the good quadrant at all we were always in the good at this bad at that bad at this bad at that <laughs> Um, and I think that's probably what it is. But then it's it's nine games. It's 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 small sample size warning Claxon. Um, mm. And I think things like the Swansea game, where we were so bad that we barely managed three shots, will massively skew um, anything we're looking at at the minute. And I feel like our performances as well are a bit like that. We mm. we're so close to so many things. Like I think it was Brentford where we had loads of chances we're through on goal but we don't actually get the shot away and things like that I think both in terms of stats and in terms of the eye test um, you won't remember someone running through on goal and taking an extra touch and oh crap it's gone to the goalkeeper and stats won't show that up so if we can just sort of smooth everything out we've got such a different team that was the one that's the one thing to mention about Swansea every single player we started didn't start in the away game at Swansea last October, that's an entirely different oh, wow. team. So I think I think wow. whilst whilst we are under O'Neill somewhat more settled, we still haven't quite got to a stage where it is a settled team, and that's probably okay. probably why no one really knows what we're like because we don't know <laughs> what we're like. <laughs> I think yeah no I think you you're spot on really. Um, well, you will see as the months go on whether this is just what we do or whether that sample size, I don't know, whether whether we'll come out the other end and be, be different. I have no idea. It's a, it's a difficult... Who who even knows? Uh, we have some questions from people. Um, uh, at Bick Stoke, who you'll remember for having the controversial opinion of not liking It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, he says... Um, Two questions. Did Campbell get a half-time bollocking? It lo he looked off it in the second half. And also, on a 
He, he, actually, I say this. He's come with four questions. I'll save the other two for later. Uh, he also says, why is Vokes ahead of Gregory in the pecking order? Ooh. I don't know the answers to either of those questions. I mean, surely, surely, if 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 Campbell got a bollocking at half time, that implies that he was bad in the first half. So, was the bollocking causing him to be bad in the second half, or was he just having a bad game? I think it's probably more of the latter than I don't. Really, do you, I don't think Mon would bollock anyone. Unless we'd all been terrible. I can't really see him yeah. picking anyone out. Billy McKinley, I maybe. Know. I don't know if, yeah. if he sort of does the, the Roy Keane role of screaming <laughs> in people's faces. <laughs> Certainly does if you're a bad linesman. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, and then, yeah, what about why Why is Vokes ahead of Gregor's? Because he keeps food cool. Um, little reference to everyone referring to Sam Vokes <laughs> as a fridge. Bless him. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Oh, in, I just want it right, right. On a on a completely different note. Little, it's not even a rant. I asked the question on Twitter yesterday. What do we all think Kevin Vimmer's up to? And everyone's answer was the predictable. Oh, he's eating food. And it's like, guys, come on, be creative with your imaginations here. Oh, he's he's having a sausage roll. Is he? <laughs> Is he though? At least make it a German food. Like, yeah, he's having bratwurst, currywurst, schnitzel, I don't know. Austrian. I, yeah, I was just, I, I, I was just expecting more from our Twitter, <laughs> just, from our Twitter followers. Not angry, I'm and just I, disappointed. I, this is it, and and I was clearly expecting more. Like after the the wonderfulness that's been asking people what Moritz Bauer's up to, like, and that has been creative, like. Oh, what's Kevin Vimmer up to? Oh, he's fat. Hey, come on, <laughs> like we we could be better than that. <laughs> anyway, anyway, sorry. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why Gregory isn't getting a, a look in. I suppose Sam Vokes is supposed to technically be the better player, I guess, but he could have the Rona. That that seems to happen quite a lot. That yeah. Um. That, that players, and this is allegedly. I don't want to get sued. I don't. Is it defamation yeah. saying you've caught coronavirus? Let's, let's say that this could be something that could happen in a fantasy world. Could do, yeah. Just imagine it. We're not saying it's happened, but just imagine oh, a situation like this. <laughs> there you go. That covers us because it's happened a lot. We've had a lot of players who like, well, not not Stoke, and um, just various teams have had players like just like not in the squad and they're like oh why why haven't you picked him and they're like oh i'm not gonna answer that question or just totally ignore it or whatever and i i think there's why a, would they, like, I don't cause there's a personal there's a there's a there's a there's a what's it thing isn't there there's like that's private data oh, yeah. so if you yeah, don't yeah, consent yeah, yeah. to saying yes you can tell everyone that's i've had true. coronavirus that's true um that's a good point but, but that maybe, is a very good point you know, because was he Maybe. in the was he in the squad? I don't think he was even in the. I mean, let's look. I honestly, I honestly don't remember anything about the game yesterday. I'll tell you what the lineup was, Tom. Uh, he he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't in the squad at all. Uh, Vokes Vokes was. Ince was there. Oh, he was on the Although, bench at Swansea. 
So he what? Uh, so so what we're saying is he caught coronavirus in, in Wales. Wales. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're not. We're saying that in a fantasy world, that is what happened. <laughs> he was feeling okay. a bit peaky, so he said, "Don't start me today, boss." Aren't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, question from at Cumbers Jake says, and this is definitely a bit ahead of ourselves, but he says, uh, "Where should we strengthen in January?" And I know we're only a few games in, but like, what is is there any positions you're looking at now early on and thinking, "Ooh, regardless of the thousands of players we actually have on the books, we could do with a striker, probably." I feel. Which is weird. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I'm I'm I don't like signing strikers. Um, I, it doesn't go well as a rule. Literally, as a rule, just find them or turn. We have a lot of strikers though. We do, already. but we don't like any of them other than Stephen Fletcher. Well, quite clearly, it's because they they have coronavirus. <laughs> That's why oh, it's not their fault. It's not their fault, is it? Um, I just. I, yeah, but then every team's always looking for a striker, aren't they? Yeah, it's the standard yeah, one. That, like, I think, yeah, if you polled if you polled football fans for any team and asked what do you need, at least thirty percent are saying striker for no real reason. I'm I'm still concerned about the fact that um, Tommy Smith is the only right back. Yeah, definitely. I totally forgot so, about that. I, yeah. But it's a difficult one because we still have so many players, and it's like, I I know this is a hypothetical question on what areas do we need to strengthen, but it's really difficult to think where the club would act when we still have, like, an entire army platoon of of footballers. <laughs> do, do we think? Do we think if Smith got injured, and that's probably like the only reason I can see it. That, that Bauer might just be, they just might be like, look, you're here, Moritz, we're paying you wage. Please <laughs> I don't, play. No, I genuinely, I genuinely think Jacob Brown would be put in that position. Because he, he also made like, in his, in his interview when he joined, like said, yeah, hey, yeah, I played, oh, I played all over the place because he's from South Yorkshire. I, I, no, he isn't. He's from Halifax, isn't he? I don't know. I can't remember. But yeah, no, I've played all over pitch. I even played at, uh, at fullback last season. So you know that's music to O'Neill. If right, we've got cover there then, and you can see that he's a right-sided player. So I don't know what his defensive works like, but uh, he'll be in in a back three with him as a wing yeah. backs. So I guess he'd be okay. Right. It's just the know. it's the horribleness of like. We're playing two games a week. We're playing every midweek when there isn't an international <laughs> he's, break he's until a... Christmas. Mm-hmm. This season's silly. Which would you'd think, and especially since he scored a hat trick in the under twenty threes this week, <laughs> you would think like surely Moritz Bauer. He's paid so much money, I presume, um, allegedly, <laughs> whatever, in a fantasy world. Um, like you're going to think that he would be. I don't know, in contention to play football for the job he's paid to do. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Bloody hell. Oh, God. I feel, I'm sorry, Tom. This episode's really just... There isn't a lot it's to talk about. It's not our fault. It's Stoke's no. fault. It's not our fault that reality is boring. <laughs> um, shall I ask you some different questions instead? Yeah, why not? 
some ones to think about. Okay, so interesting questions then. Uh, Rupert Goff of this parish a few weeks ago uh, says, with lockdown imminent, and it's not, I mean, it's literally, you make it factually imminent. It's factually, yeah, yeah. I feel like you were saying it like all oh, rumoured to be. No, it is. It is imminent. <laughs> Sorry, Rupert. Uh, with it imminent, who in our current squad would you like to spend the time with? Now, Tony's not here, but we have his answer. <laughs> uh, my answer is inspired by uh, recent Instagram posts. Uh, so it's 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 james mclean um and nick powell <laughs> together because what that was just did i assume everyone saw if you didn't see uh james mclean posted on instagram that he was happy because stoke had won he'd scored a goal and he's got a a, a a a hug from nick powell and posted them having a little cuddle during the match and um <laughs> And Nick and Nick Powell, Nick Powell called him a silly cunt in the replies. There's <laughs> <laughs> just no punches oh. pulled. No, there really, there really wasn't. There really wasn't. It was kind of, yeah. They're the they're the buddy comedy. I didn't know I wanted but, mm, those yeah, two. Yeah. I'm thinking my answer is Morris Bauer <laughs> because think of all the skills he has. Well, he if can... he likes if he likes flight simulator, he's definitely into city skylines and stuff. hundred percent, hundred percent, and he knows many languages, and he's like lived in Russia, <laughs> and he. I imagine he's a lovely guy. In my head, in my fantasy world, Forest <laughs> <laughs> Power is 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 lovely. Um, yeah, I don't know because I. I think I've said this before, but I'm generally of the opinion that I don't think I'd get along with any footballers because I just, I just think they're probably just like you say, like for me, oh, I'm just nerdy Chris here who likes building things on games. Like realistically, am I going to be friends with the people who are really sporty and athletic and cool? Like it's not going to happen. What's oh yeah, come over to my house, uh, Tyrese Campbell. I'll tell you all about concrete in Siberia. Like he's not going to be <laughs> interested in the slightest. <laughs> yeah. He, he, no. <laughs> oh, Danny Bart. Yeah, come over here. Do you want to hear about the Cuban Revolution? No. Tell you Actually, who would he like it. to hear about the Cuban Revolution. James, James McLean. McLean. <laughs> We'd have some fun conversations about I imagine stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. I wonder it. A different question. Do you think there's any footballers in our team who are particularly like like nerdy? Ooh. Because it because it always like it's always that thing that it's like I I mentioned this on Dave's the Lesson podcast, which you should still go listen to if you've not done already. Like I did the episode on Dungeons and Dragons because again it's me, and the 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 thing it's always funny when you talk about the celebrities who still actively play Dungeons and Dragons, so like Vin Diesel, big player, Tom Morello of Rage Against the Machine, big player, you've got all these like celebrities who are, I mean questionable if you think Vin Diesel's cool, but he's definitely if you were to stereotype him you wouldn't stereotype him as a Dungeons and Dragons player, do you think there's any people in our squad who've got like nerdy interests? That's a good. Hmm, I'm thinking. And if you and if you can't, I know this is for everyone on the internet as well. 
give us some theories. Like, do you think Danny Bart? Again, Danny Bart. I don't know why. Is <laughs> do you think he's got a passion for like French Revolution history? Maybe I reckon one of them, one of the older ones, must have like a koi carp collection or something. Yeah, because you must have that much time. Like, surely you've just got to pick up some some like th- like like you know how some people are like ah oh, I've got a hobby. It's I don't know. I can't think. <laughs> I can't think of a of a of a hobby that requires like half an hour of attention a week or something. Yeah. But with footballers, surely you've got to pick up some like intense hobbies because yeah. you've just got that because, much time well then you know that all the younger ones will be into like their oh they play call of duty or whatever you know that they, they are and, and we know for a fact that all of them play fifa because they're always contacting what's it mike <laughs> and like saying oh give us fifa points mike we know that for a fact <laughs> shout out to you mike um like so but that's still quite a cool thing, isn't it? That's still like, like Call of Duty. It's still lads, 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 bants, bants, bants. None of them are sitting and playing transport simulators. But you see, <laughs> this is where we're going to come to like an, an interesting phase because I guess it it it, um, it might broad more broadly reflect reflect like society in general. Like the more and more Gen Z, so like my age down, so like 1995 and, and younger. Um, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> sorry, everyone. <laughs> uh, like we, that, that kind of culture is, is less and less prevalent in, in our lives. We're, we're much more, I don't know, just like cool with being into different random things. No, I think, I think I'm not, oh yeah, I'm not saying no, that no, I no, think but that they but, would but, 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 be judgmental. No, I don't mean that, but like, that I imagine, and I don't mean it in a judgmental way. I just mean it as in <laughs> it's much more likely that they will have an interest or a hobby like that. Yeah, I just wonder what it would be. Like, I don't know. I reckon Charlie Adam might be really into model railways. Oh, yeah, and, and we know Joe Allen's. Joe Allen is into his chickens. chickens. Yeah. Like, and that's kind of cool. It's like when you find out that. Um, What's it from Blur is like into cheese making. Yeah. Was it Duncan the, James? The, the basis. No. Whatever it's called. It. Alex James. Yeah. Isn't Duncan James from Blue? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got Blue and Blur mixed up. That's gonna go down well with the uh, with the with the indie dance, isn't it? <laughs> oh god. Um yeah. Uh, answers answers on a on a message to us. Um or write in on a letter if you want. Uh, like tell us what what. Th- what hobbies? I'll ask that question on Twitter this week. What what nerdy hobbies do people have? That do we think? Uh, another question then for you, Tom. And this one is um, more thought out. Uh, again, from uh, Big Stoke and his controversial opinions on it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Would any of this squad displace promotion season players? Oh, that's quite a hard question because. Mm. Like, are we just saying that in terms of our opinions as them as of an objective, an objective footballer, like how good they are? We have to I, give them a rating, or, I, or would I, they work in the promotion team more? I go for that latter one. I say you've got the promotion team. Are there any players in this squad that you'd be like, oh, I would have Moritz Bauer <laughs> over? <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> you no, said it on go me. Go on. It, is is there any? Is the uh, John Obi Mikel would get into the midfield 
purely mm. because Tony Pulis signed John Oki Miguel for Middlesbrough and loves him. Yes. Like they're really good mates, yes. apparently. Um, and they, yeah. So he would be in that team, he would. definitely. And yes. he'd definitely do the job in that team as well. Like he'd be fine. He, he likes the cage. I think He's... James McLean would be in that squad as well. Like just, I don't know who yeah. he'd replace, well, but Creswell in terms of. played on the left most of the time, didn't he? So. He did, but in terms of working hard, like Tony Pulis. Another player who Tony Pulis has managed. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, good point. Um, Gosh. Uh, Defenders, I don't know. It's difficult, isn't it? Obviously, Ryan Shawcross was so young there, so you can compare him to the young players we've got in the in the squad now mm. I wouldn't change any of the strikers I think I think the, the keepers I don't like we can't really comment on Gunn at the minute but I reckon Davis gets in ahead of either Simonson or Carlo Nash yeah no I think uh, yeah yeah I'm sorry I do like Carlo Nash but yes um, yeah I think you're probably right um, any others I don't know this this squad. I don't. It, you're asking an impossible question because that that promotion squad is held in such high esteem and is regarded so well that, like, what has this team achieved <laughs> apart from a one oh one nil against uh, Rotherham uh, twice? <laughs> very true, very true. But I don't like. You're not gonna suddenly get Stephen Fletcher replacing uh, Ricardo Fuller. It might replace Sadibi though. That would be the only oh. one that I'd like, because 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 Fletcher, uh, that that is something to say as we can notice with Fletcher, he is just undoubtedly a very very talented footballer, like mm. clearly just very good at it. Some of the flicks he does at times are just like wow. But would Pulis go for that? Uh, yeah, that's the thing. I don't know if Tony would be into it. Uh, you again, people listing tell us tell us on the internet who you would you replace anyone because we have nothing else to talk about <laughs> <laughs> it was i mean this it was such a rubbish game <laughs> like, uh, big stoke does leave us one more question he says is cereal a type of soup and i'm gonna say no it's a brand it's a genre of food in its own right yeah yeah <laughs> it's cheese meat <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no! Not this again. <laughs> the actual fume of people in that conversation. Oh god! No cereal. Cereal to... isn't soup, is it? Because it's cereal. It's. It's not even gazpacho. No. Yeah, I was about to say. Like you, you go. Oh well, it isn't gazpacho like cereal. No, gazpacho is like cold soup, whereas cereal <laughs> is. A... Don't be so. Don't be so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Cereal is a a milk, whether that be a dairy milk, a nut milk, a, other milk, um, with with the cereal. Like yes, like I'm not having is 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 milk a type of runny meat? <laughs> oh, I don't have any more questions, Tom. <laughs> I don't know if I have anything else to say. Is there anything else? Let me just check Twitter to see if anyone else has sent us anything. Uh, no, <laughs> no, they haven't. No, no one says. Uh, I think we've done. Oh, Topher Knoll says after we beat Watford and Reading and go top, can anyone stop us? And I'm just not like that's just silly. It's not that silly though. That's something I will say. Let's look at the other. Go pictures. on then. I don't. And I'm, this is going to bite me um, 
squarely in the face when can't wait uh, when we lose both of these games. Watford aren't very good. Well, they're not as good as they look, and Reading are very not good. Reading, right? <laughs> Reading, the top scorers in the league, yeah, with the least shots taken. How ridiculous is that? Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> this league doesn't make sense this season. I would say that though. The championship is getting a bit more championshipy. I was very okay. worried at the start of the season because the Premier League was doing all the ridiculous. You know, Aston Villa beating Liverpool 7-2, goals, goals, goals. Everyone was scoring goals. And the championship was a bit like one nils, nil nils, one all draws. Oh no, oh no. The championship has become a back back fives everywhere. Stoke were part of it. Everyone was playing a back five. Uh, but I feel now it's starting to just creep in with its silliness and brilliantness. And I'm glad. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Although, <clears throat> for that, I don't know, and I think we've said this before, but I don't know how seriously I'm taking football this season. Simply because it just doesn't. It is the asterisk down, season, isn't it? We all were like, oh, everyone's going to be like, oh, last season's the asterisk season. There's no fans. There's never been any fans. This season really just. just... Yeah. He's odd, isn't it? He is odd. I, I'm slowly getting used to it, but it's just odd. I don't know. I don't know. Any, have you got anything you want to talk about before we wrap up? Have we seen how in La Liga games they? <laughs> this is and this this is quite accurate because before we were talking about uh, before we started recording, we were talking about rendering on city skylines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in La Liga, they started just just putting what is supposed to be what looks like fans in okay. the seats but rendered on but they're they're flat they're like oh they're, they're, is it like they're just flat that you can't like, it just is a mess like fifa back in the day yeah exactly where it's just, and, oh, okay. and like if the so you know how we have stoke city spelled out on our red seats clearly yeah. the, the the technology they're using isn't very advanced so it's very much a click the red seats and like if it is red put a fan there so if, how odd so if there's if there's if there's letterings in the seats there's just no fans in the letters there's no none how? of these flat fans it's, it's so odd and i would recommend seeing it because you'll put it on and you'll be like what the fuck was tom talking about like, <laughs> the, no I the, just... there's no fans that are there just the big covering things that they use in um the premier league but they look a bit like fans and then there'll be a replay, and the replays don't have it on. The replays just show yeah. the empty seats, okay. and then you suddenly see how bad and pointless this this flat. Oh, I can't. I, it's hard to describe. Over the the, thing, over the things that the league that the TV stations and that are putting in place to try and replicate. Yeah, what <laughs> normal football it's just so odd it shows how little like... they actually sort of have a grasp of like <laughs> I understand there's some like subcultures of fandom that are a bit niche and quite like require quite a lot of I- intimate knowledge yeah. to really engage with but surely it's not that complicated to understand that like they should fans be playing just it... noise no no yeah no could do what the WWE have done, where they've moved all their shows to what they're calling the Thunderdome, which is a great name, um, and it's basically wrestling rings set up in front of just like a thousand LED screens of fans watching. Yeah. Um, 
which is really weird yeah. and looks like that episode of Black Mirror where everyone has their own little avatar watching the... Uh, I can't remember which one. It's like a talent one. show, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mad. Just absolute dis- the dystopia we are living in. Yeah. Welcome to it. <laughs> anyway, anything else, Tom? Anything you want to promote? Anything you want to... I don't know. Oh, no! I know what we should talk about very quickly. <laughs> Bloody hell. <clears throat> so, last week we did the show and we were like absolutely spellbound and inc- and amazed and bowled over by people's generosity at the christmas appeal um i didn't start with this because it seems like such old news but we are cu- the current sum sits at 4087 pounds from an initial target of 500 pounds that is so the crazy. the link it's so crazy it really is the link is still out uh, it's still up on our twitter and on facebook um if you can donate that's awesome if you can share it that's also awesome uh, every little helps as the <laughs> supermarket <laughs> slogans go uh, but it's it's so awesome and dave could not be with us on this day uh and he says, oh, it's because life, life's got in the way. He's, oh, I've got planning or whatever to do. Who knows what it really is? And let's be honest, this is the the truth. It's that the screenplay from Michael O'Neill, the Norwegian noir detective, is not yet ready. And we've seen snippets of it, Tom. We've got, a, we've it, got, we've been told the narrative. There is actually we've been a told story. The narrative. I cannot wait. I thought we were going to have to act it out this weekend. It's, it's. <laughs> I think he's refining the script for episode one. Um, it's just... I cannot wait. So that is coming. Dave has fulfilled his promise. He is writing a detective show <laughs> featuring Michael O'Neill. Um, cannot wait to show that. But yes, the fundraiser is still open. And we appreciate it if you can do anything to support. Because everyone's been so incredible so far. Like £4,000 like is so silly. So silly. It is very uh, like uh, I, I think obviously the Stoke fans have done great to to raise that, and I think football fans in general are just showing themselves to, despite certain reputations, just be really good, caring people who care about their communities. Because the amount of money that's just being raised by all football fans and Stoke fans is just incredible, and makes you actually feel a bit nice about things, which is hard to do a lot of yes. the time. No, definitely, definitely. It's um, yeah. Do you know what? That's a wonderful thing to finish on. Let's finish on that. Um, <laughs> is there is there anything else you wanna you wanna bring to this table, Tom? No. Let's let's end on a happiness. Let's let's end it there. We're we're a good thirty eight minutes in, so I'm sure Zoom will be telling us that we've got to shut up soon. <laughs> in which case, then, uh, Tom, if anyone wants to speak to you and see those graphs you mentioned earlier on Twitter, how can they do so? They they can follow me on Twitter and um, at Sussex Stokey. If you dare, uh, if, you, <laughs> uh, if you want a less uh, confrontational Twitter experience, you can talk to me <laughs> uh, at Bramard, uh, and also you can talk to this podcast at wizards of drivel um and if you haven't subscribed to us which let's be honest like we never say oh please subscribe to the podcast because you probably already do but if you don't then please do i promise you on some weeks we actually care about the games we play (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh but not this week um in which case then i will say thank you then tom 
Thank you to you in this out there in the world for listening. We'll see you or speak to you next week when we're in full lockdown version two. Uh, but try and have a nice week. Don't panic by too much. Take care of each other. And just, yes, we'll see you in the future. And as always, go on Stoke.